welcome to the golfing mind you know i often think i need to have a slightly more exciting introduction to this program because i always say the same thing every podcast which is hello and welcome to the golfing mind the podcast which looks at the game of golf in general but the game of the mental game in particular but until i can come up with a better sort of a summary of what this podcast is all about i'm gonna have to stick with that um this is the 97th uh, podcast and there's been a two-week gap which i explained was because i'm out the country walking uh, a long way and um but i will be back to once a week uh, i think uh, next week or the week after anyway i'm sure it uh, will all be good so what i was thinking about uh, today's um podcast uh i suddenly realized that one of the things I reflected on last week very briefly was that golf is a game of confidence and um, we talk about people losing their confidence and how do you rebuild confidence um, we've all we all know players who are just great players who suddenly lost it completely and you kind of think oh how did they how did they go from being that good to that awful and we tragically see it in the professional game players who were just off the scale good you look at David Duval I mean there was a time when da David Duval couldn't hit a bad shot Ian Baker Finch won the Open Championship and then when he returned to the Open Championship years later he put the ball out of bounds on the first tee admittedly his visor blew off during a swing so I think that would be a very fair reason but and I think for some players the pressure or the expectation I've spoken to one or two former major champions and they'll say to me in a quiet moment that you know they can't enjoy their golf anymore because they're being critically examined by people over every swing you know so that people expect great shots all the time and i would say if you look at the professional golfers um the greats particularly their golf went off the boil when they couldn't make the three foot putts and as uh, i think it was palmer who said when you have to make three or four foot return putts for par it takes its toll on your nerves and when your nerves get shot or when your your um, belief in your ability to make those putts uh, goes then it's um it's a different game i mean there's no if you ever get a chance to watch the young tom watson he would not a six foot putt three or four feet past and the return putt would hit the middle of the hole bounce up and drop on the hole not all the time obviously but that's how confident he was and I've spoken to um, professional golfers who tell me it was one missed short putt that made them doubt themselves going forward that and confidence is about uh, no doubt it's uh, confidence as I've said before comes from the two Latin words cum and fides which means with great trust and when we can no longer trust in our ability to make the short putts, then it creeps into the rest of our game. Then we doubt our ability to lag the putt. Then we doubt our ability to chip close. We doubt our ability. And um, it is, I don't want to use the word virus, especially coming off COVID, it sounds a bit dramatic, but it is a sort of, I would call it a domino effect in terms of thinking it goes all the way right back to the point where you think to yourself how'd you how'd you hit this ball again and I've stood in the tee and my only thought in the lowest points of my game I was once invited to play in a match 
um, in Muirfield in Scotland of all places. And I was partnered with a Muirfield member who was a, had been a very good golfer and he was an older fellow, but he was a very steady player, fairways and greens. You know, if he didn't get you close on the green, he put you close. And he almost didn't hit it far, but he hit it straight. And I was his partner and I'd been going through a bad phase and I was very much hoping I'd be playing with my friend. In fact, that's what I was expecting. And I get partnered with this fellow and we meet in the tee. He goes, oh, Robin, right. Well, I'll just go down the fairway and just uh, knock it down there and I'll see in the green. And I'm thinking, knock it down there? Are you kidding? And I stood in that tee box and I'm thinking, how'd you do this again? How? I mean, it really was, that's how bad my confidence was. But what was interesting is I concentrated and I thought, right, just trust your swing. And I took a slightly shortened swing. I didn't try and hit it hard. I kind of swung like you'd swing a golf club in your in a china shop very gingerly, but uh, and the ball made the fairway and I actually had a good round of golf, but that's not what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about what happens when you do lo lose your confidence and no amount of pep talks from other people or even self-talk when you go, you're the greatest, you're the best. Because if you don't believe it, and it does, I often talk about this, belief before behavior. And what I am going to do today is give you six things to think about. And the first one is when you lose your game as a consequence of losing your confidence or other way around. Rule number one, you must believe beyond any doubt you will get your game back. You must believe beyond any doubt that, you know, just as we can have two weeks when we play unbelievably well and find the whole game easy, we have to believe that we're going through a slump. That's the first thing. The second thing that I, well, let's go back to the first thing for a second. You must believe, and what that means, it means that if you accept, it doesn't mean you like, but just accept the slump and say, okay, every player in history has gone through a slump and I will come out of the slump. So believe that you're going to get your game back because if you don't believe your confidence will start just being full of self-doubt, your self-image will be eroded because you'll think I'm not a good golfer anymore. I'll never get my game back. Oh, that's it. I'm getting old. I can't swing. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to. You start having this negative chatter. So number one is believe that you all return to your game or even return better than before. Number two, whilst in this slump, let go of expectations. Because people always expect, um, oh, it's, it's just going to continue. Oh, this is the start of my decline. Or I should be hitting good golf shots. Well, you're in the future. All those comments you're making are not comments from the present moment. And for those of you that have done the program, you know we talk about being in the moment at all times, in, at all places, in, in and around the golf course. By around, I mean the practice area. So you have to let go of expectations. Um, so you're in a slump. Look, if you've got a, a cold um, and you're not feeling well, well, if you just think, okay, I'm not going to get better, um, but if I go for a walk, I might get tired. I might not get tired, but you don't have any expectations. See how you feel in the given moment. So that's the second thing. Number three is recall a time when you played good golf. 
recall your good shots. Recall times when you hit great bunker shots, lagged your putts, made your putts, hit the fairway, hit the draw, hit the fade. If you're going to think about your game in the past, think only about the good stuff. Think only about the good stuff. Don't think about, you know, the the bad stuff you've just hit or the, the bad stuff that you expect to hit going forward. That doesn't serve you well at all. And too many people I meet, um, uh, when I talk to them after, when they're in a slump, all they talk to me about is how badly they're playing. That's all they do. And you just need to tell me once you're playing badly and I get it. It's like going to the doctor and telling the doctor uh, you've got a pain in your shoulder. And the doctor then starts asking you other questions and you say, but I've got a pain in my shoulder. Did I tell you I got a pain in my shoulder? I can't scratch the back of my head. And you know, I find it difficult to uh, get my wallet out of my pocket. Well, you know, Scottish people, I'm a Scotsman and people accuse me of that. Can you believe? And uh, for those Scots listening to the podcast, that was a joke. It was just a joke. I don't believe in the stereotype of the Scots being mean amongst the most generous people I know. Um, so number four, learn from your bad shots, but don't identify with them. When you're in a slump and you hit a bad shot, do you know why you hit a bad shot? You hit a bad shot because you didn't hit it right. As a fellow I knew used to say to me, I said, what did I do wrong? He says, you didn't hit it right. Use it as an opportunity to figure out or learn what you're doing wrong. Don't identify with your slump. Don't identify with your mishits. Don't identify with your bad golf. Learn from it. Number five, be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. It's amazing how often uh, people in a slump become their number one arch critic. They almost become their own nemesis. It becomes almost impossible for them to um, say a good word about themselves. If I'm going through a slump, and I've been through a few slumps in the last few years, you know, uh, if I hit a bad shot, I go, hmm, and I try and learn from it. And then I go, I wonder what happened there. And then I walk on. I don't sit there and go, oh, Robin, you're the worst golfer. Oh my golly gosh, I'm kind to myself. And number six, and this is important. It's a slump. You've lost your confidence. It will pass. So you tell yourself this, this too shall pass. So to recap on the um, six points I wanted to make, when you've lost your confidence, to rebuild it, number one, believe beyond any doubt that you will return to the game you had or even better than before. You're in a slump it will pass. Do not identify with the bad play. Number two, let go of expectations. Don't go on the golf course with any expectations about what might happen. Go there and be in the moment. Number three, recall a time when you played good golf. Recall good shots. Recall good matches. Talk to yourself or your friends about great shots you've played. Number four, learn from the bad shots, but don't identify with them. If you had a bad shot, think, oh good, I can learn something from this. I was too far away from the ball. I was too fast. My balance was left. My balance was right. I was hitting it too hard. I was gripping too. Learn from it. Number five, be kind to yourself. Listen, if you're not your number one fan, I don't know who should, who else you think deserves to be. You know, that doesn't mean you're unrealistic. It just means that, you know, if you're going to talk to yourself, be kind to yourself. Life is hard enough and the game of golf can be challenging enough without us becoming our number one critic. And number six, it will pass. This too shall pass. It's a slump. 
It might be a two-day slump, a two-week slump, a two-month slump, a two-year slump. I have no idea. But you may pop out of it just as miraculously as you went into it. And that's it. I hope you take some of those points to, to mind. And um, we'll be back next week. As I say at the end of most podcasts, if you're serious and with winter months coming up, this is a great time to do the 13-week online program. I can't encourage people enough to sign up to it. Do the 13 weeks use this time over the winter to train your mind to build your confidence and to play golf at a level you might not have believed yourself capable of being able to do so and that's it so have a wonderful week going ahead if you're in a part of the world you can play golf enjoy your golf if you're in a colder part um enjoy your restful time and uh, sign up for silent mind golf you'll love it until we meet again all the best Oh,